0: level. Can you hear me okay? I should put my glasses on. I totally can't see what you're saying. So I heard you couldn't, some people couldn't hear me before. So how's the sound now? All right? Yes? No? In the back? Up? Down? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so as um, has been mentioned, each day we will give sequential instructions at this uh, particular sitting in the uh, particular style of practicing Brahma Viharas that we've learned from our teachers in Burma. There's of course many different styles of practicing, of cultivating, let's say, loving kindness, compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. <clears throat> not in any way saying this is the only way or the right way, but it's a particular style of practice of cultivation that we found really helpful and that uh, one can learn and practice on one's own. So that's why we're sharing it in this way. Just, I'm just wondering how many of you are familiar or have practiced this uh, metta practice. I figured almost everybody good that makes our work easier so I'll just introduce it lightly then and we can start and as you know then those of you who practice it that in this form of uh, really simply cultivating the quality of mind of heart and you know in the Uh, Pali language, uh, the word for mind, heart, is the same. So if we say mind, if we say heart, uh, not actually making a distinction, it's both. So cultivating this particular quality, this beautiful quality of mind, of heart, of uh, loving kindness, friendliness, acceptance, so in this form, as you know, it starts with ourselves and moves sequentially through uh, different beings standing for different categories. Classically, each category meant to be a little more difficult to quite easily feel this sense of friendliness and acceptance. But of course, each of us is different and it doesn't work the same for everybody. What may be a difficult category for some may be easy for you. No problems, no worries, doesn't matter. Just, just exploring and seeing. So, I just wanted to say a couple of things. So even though uh, we're teaching this as a, it's a fairly structured form of meditation, of practice. I just want to again uh, remind us, emphasize, this is not like another way of practice that you've gotta get right, another thing to conquer, and when you can't, and when loving kindness isn't what comes up, another way to feel like a total failure on the face of the earth. That's really not why we're sharing this. And that's, (laughs) that's not what it's about. It's not about getting it right and getting quickly to the difficult person, which for some weird reason seems to be, not for all of us, but for many people that I know and have talked to, kind of deeply embedded that the faster we can do it, the better we're doing. And so never mind myself. That's a complete, selfish, total waste of time. Never mind the fact that self is sometimes the hardest person to actually feel simple, kind acceptance for. We're not saying you have to like swoon with love. Simple friendliness, acceptance, you know, just not hating the fact that you're sitting here existing. Never mind that you can't do that. We want to start with Hitler, you know? And if we can't do that, We're just, it's another sign of the fact that we really don't deserve to exist. And we're back to where we should have started in the first place, with moi. So, that's not the practice. And what it it really is about is a simple uh, cultivation, a simple practice of this wholesome, beautiful quality of mind of, of simple acceptance, of, of non separation, of inclusion, really. It's the counter to the uh, separating, exclusionary, suffering quality of mind of ill will, of not liking, all the way to hatred, but just simple ill will, you know? And so the Buddha. Um, originally, it says in the suttas, in the discourses, taught metta as an antidote to fear, which is a form of ill will. But he also said in talking to his son Rahula, cultivate loving kindness. It frees the heart, the mind from ill will. So, not to have grand expectations, but simply recognize every moment that we simply incline the heart, the mind, towards, may I be safe and protected, may I be happy. Just the using the phrase to incline the intention, never mind trying to feel, that turns into wanting, but just inclining the mind in that direction is the shifting of the habit. When we come and say, well, I'm not worth it, boom, That's the old habit of ill will, directed towards oneself. They're not worth it, directed towards them. Simply shifting the habit by the simple repetition of the phrase with the intention to mean it. You can't make yourself feel it. You just have the intention (laughs) to want to mean it. That's good enough. That's shifting the habit. And so um, an aspect of metta is patience as with all of our practice, patience is essential. So it's not um, helpful or useful or even relevant to be looking for results. How good am I feeling about this person that I'm sending loving kindness to, and have they felt it yet? Let me go call them up and see how they're doing. Never mind that. Just the willingness to not just Uh, follow our usual habit of just sinking into, oh God, I'm hopeless. Oh, they just bug me to heck with them. Just not landing in that. That comes up and you go, you know what? May I be safe and protected. That's all, that's all. That doesn't seem like much, but our willingness to keep connecting to that again and again and again, and yes, 10 million times is what's actually the practice that's shifting, the deep unconscious, as someone said, habits of our heart and mind of greed and ill will of wanting and judging and separation, and these people are okay and these people aren't, and this part of me's okay and this part isn't. As it is, right now, I love and accept myself. Can you even stand to say that to yourself? just as I am. I love and accept myself in this moment. And then don't think about it, don't analyze, well, I would love and accept myself if I was not da da -da na-da-da-da-da. It's just the quality of open, (coughs) connected, friendliness. That's really what metta is. Sometimes, The quality of heart, mind, of metta, the mental state, and to use the terminology that the Buddha used, um, has a wide range. It 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 can it doesn't necessarily have to be what we would call emotional, like a big emotional feeling. And so sometimes it can be on the range. It's nice when it's this big sense of you know oneness and inclusivity and love for all beings, yeah, I mean, great, we'll take it. But don't land in that's what we're aiming for or that's what metta is. Metta is also just that simple movement from separation to, oh, just like this. May you be happy and peaceful. The willingness to connect, to whether it's a sense of ourself or a sense of the other person we'll do today's so-called benefactor, just to connect to a sense of that person just as they are, without saying, you'd be worthy of, of my friendliness if you would just clean up your act a little bit. Just as you are. Just warts and all. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. And <clears throat> those, as you know, we, we we begin this practice by um, bringing up in your mind, in your heart, a sense of the particular subject we're including. So we'll start with ourselves and then so-called benefactor. And here, the way we're doing it in this week, which is, you know, an hour a day or more if you, you feel it, we're not doing this practice in the form of cultivating deep samadhi, deep shamatha. The way this practice is structured is different from vipassana, in that we are continuing to come back to the same thing, to the phrase and the sense of the person. So the structure of the practice is one that, if we were doing it only this, all day every day, it becomes a shamatha practice that can lead to absorption. And so that's one aspect, and that's part of the why the structure is so specific. So as a sense of the person, and repeating, in the case of metta, there's four classical phrases you repeat, and I'll say how to do that. So if we were doing it all day every day to cultivate shamatha, the uh, staying with the form without changing it a lot would be a little more helpful, supportive, because changing it around a lot can increase restlessness. But the way we're offering it here uh, in the after, you know, once a day in the afternoon, to, is, is to um, more highlight the, the other aspect. It's kind of a double, double-edged practice, this. So there's the shamatha piece if you do it all the time, but the other edge is, is just what I've been talking about. Actually cultivating this kindness, this inclusivity, this accepting, friendly quality of heart and mind, this opposite of ill will. And so while the form of the practice is not vipassana, it's shamatha, because we don't explore what else comes up much. We come back to the phrase, to the sense of the person, in a very gentle way. But here, what we're cultivating, what we're leaning into, is this friendly, accepting quality because we, most of us teachers, have found for many, nothing's for everybody. may drive you nuts. You may want to run out of here screaming. Okay, just notice it. Just notice it. <laughs> Try not to actually run out of here screaming. But you may hate metta. I hated it for years. A little bit of ill will there, but I hated it for years until I did it intensively. But the reason we offer it is because for many people, we, they find it a, a real support for the attitude of relaxed acceptance that really is the essence of mindfulness. So if you find you've been really like, let me notice the breath, feel the breath, in, out, in, out. I notice that pain in my back, burning, 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 right? (laughs) I'm being mindful, burning, 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 that's mindfulness, right? You might notice a little sense, just subtle sense of aversion going on there. We laugh. I've spent days like that. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, God, that's aversion, duh. So, sometimes just the the practice of the metta, you start to feel when that harshness comes in. You know, oh, that's interesting. It's actually different. Okay, okay. Burning is like this, with that softness. So, it's just to explore yourself. But that's why we're offering it like this. But still I'm going to say how, how the, the, the practice is structured, but give you a little bit leeway here to see what's supportive for you to do it. So it's not about getting somewhere or getting it right, and certainly to practice this, to, to cultivate it in as relaxed a way as possible. It's that balance of always Yes, we stay with the, with the form, but relaxed moment to moment. It's a, it's a dance we're always kind of finding our way in. So um, today we'll start with self, and then the being called benefactor, which is most of you have done this retreat. You know what that means. I'll just remind us. This is from the old classical teachings, where benefactor was meant to be First of all, they thought they thought back in the old days of of the Buddha that metta to self was the absolute easiest, which just, I guess shows uh, for most of us a cultural difference, a historical difference, because at least I know from all my own mind and all these years of sharing practice with people uh, in all all different countries. I'd say, I'd say this is a conservative estimate. Ninety-five percent of people have a really strong self-critical, self-worth, self-hatred habit of mind. And so that's just a different thing that makes it a little difficult for us to, to cultivate metta, which is why when we offer it the first day, we offer self and benefactor, because for some people, if you find you're just getting all knotted up, just trying to say, May I be safe and protected? I don't deserve to be safe. May I be happy? Happy? How can I be happy when there's so much suffering in the world? May You know, all of that. That can happen a little in the beginning. But you're lost in that. Go to benefactor, or it can be easier meant to be. So benefactor is meant to be, they say classically, your parents. OK, here again, we run into another um, difference for some of us. Not all, but some. But a person. A teacher, uh, a grandparent, a mentee, a mentor—someone that uh, it can be someone you know. It's easier, but some of us we don't come up with someone, so we think of, of, of someone who inspires us. But someone that we, uh, someone who's helped us, or who inspires us, or who we easily feel the sense of a natural well-wishing, a natural connection for. So it could be a teacher or a mentor. We often actually say sometimes now people may think of a, of a niece or a nephew. Or if you're old enough, a grandchild. Like skip a generation, where it's a little bit easier. You know. Really, easy doesn't mean that this person you should love more than your parents or your child or something. But there's just less complications and notice your mind right now if it goes to, yeah, but I ought to be able to go right to my parents or whatever. That's our trip of going where just look at how it is. Someone less complicated. I heard there's a Tibetan saying, which I love, which is like the, the teacher that's easiest to send metta to is one who lives two valleys over. Because you don't know so much about him. This isn't to support delusion is simply to support the ease of connecting and well-wishing. So that's why when we move to a good friend, it's someone you would, again, naturally wish well for. But there's just been a little more you know, rubbing, a little more stuff going on. So while you're sending a meta to suddenly go, but what about that time that they borrowed that thing and they never gave it back? And I said I didn't care. Why do I care? I do care. You know, and then all of that. So just coming back to the simplicity. So in Benefactor, see who comes up for you. you, Maybe you already have one, and that's fine. You can keep using the same person. It's not that you have to go through everybody who's ever been kind to you. Pick one. Keep it simple. Because it's not about we've got to send it to everyone. It's about cultivating this quality, the ease, the recognition of this quality in our heart and mind. So it becomes more familiar. So it becomes more of the default mode instead of criticism, instead of separation, instead of self-judgment. It really can happen. I'm here as living proof. It comes and goes. I'm here as living proof of that, too. Nothing's steady state. But we can learn to trust it a bit more. So start where it's easiest. Whenever it starts to get complicated, go back to where it's easiest. And that's not just for today. That's not just for these next two weeks. That's for the rest of our lives. Because what we're doing is cultivating this quality of mind and heart. And whatever helps us do it is the most helpful. Okay, I could keep going, but I actually want us to have a little time to practice. Um, Back to Benefactor, though. Even if you can't find someone, a pet is fine. A pet is a living being. Unless you have a pet rock. I don't know about that. But a living being, anyone that you can you know, tune into, just as they are, OK? So the aspects of the formal practice is to um, just take a moment to get a sense of the person. We'll start with ourself and then benefactor. If you're visual, a visual sensor memory can be helpful. So for yourself, uh, some people like to just like get an image of themselves in a the mirror. Okay, that may be a little tough. So they may, often people use uh, a memory of uh, themselves when they were younger, more innocent, before you turn bad. When you can actually, you know, have some sense of meeting yourself with kindness. You guys know I'm talking tongue-in-cheek, right? You haven't turned bad. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know you. But um, whatever helps. Now, if you're more kinesthetic, which I am, I find for uh, loving kindness to myself is actually easier because I feel a felt sense of my body sitting here now, just as it is. If your body's a a painful body, that can be a little harder because it's important to to feel as comfortable as you can. If touching your body with your awareness brings up like pain and aversion right away, that's going to be too hard to cultivate metta to begin with. You really can't push through pain. So sit in a way that's comfortable. If the body part doesn't work for you, then do try to go to a memory of a happy time or when you were young, whatever helps you connect with yourself. When we get to benefactor, again, think of the person, the animal, and if it's someone you don't know, some people use uh, a, a being in the world who's really inspired them, even if they don't know the person, but they can get a real sense of them. Maybe they've seen them some places or heard them, um, where you can get some living sense of their goodness or some aspect that inspires you. With yourself when you tune in, actively take a moment to feel into your own goodness. The sincerity of your intentions, for example. Just being here for this month manifests huge qualities of integrity, of purity, of uh, wisdom and compassion. Because if you're really, uh, someone who's really lost in uh, a real harsh way of life, you know, really suffering, really violent, really, you know, not having a sense of living in an ethical way, trying to sit here for a month would be so much suffering. (laughs) So just appreciating your goodness and we all have other stuff, too. So metta begins by tuning into the goodness, the wholesomeness, your, if you find your integrity, or times you've been kind, or your sincere intention. But metta is not blind. It starts by, just as I am, may I be safe and protected, and it connects and then it spreads out to include our whole being, just as we are. Because you're doing loving kindness to yourself, if anger comes up, fine, okay, just as I am. This anger, too, it's painful, may I be happy, may I be safe and protected. It's not a, a rejection of anything. But it's triggered by tuning into the wholesomeness, the goodness. So we do that with ourselves and then with benefactors, so I'll just guide us briefly. So. Sitting in as as comfortable a way as you can. There's no perfect comfort, you know, but relatively comfortable. Of course awake, but... And just take take a breath and let your mind and body relax. Not make it relax. Let it just relax. Just stop fighting whatever's going on. If it's tense... And you notice it's tense, and it stays tense, you relax, let the mind relax around that. Just as the body is right now, is fine. Just as your heart and mind is right now, is fine. So right now maybe you're not feeling friendliness, maybe you're tired, maybe you're bored, maybe you're pissed off. Whatever's going on, it's like this now. Notice how that accepting movement, that's actually the movement of metta. Just as I am in this moment. So let your attention connect with your body-mind. If an image is more helpful, experiment with that. Just relax, let it come. Nothing to push, nothing to achieve. And just take a moment to reflect on or tune into whatever aspect of wholesomeness, sincere intention, kindness, honesty, generosity, whatever comes up for you. And don't push it away saying, that's not good enough, whatever it is. And just let yourself say, yes, that's an aspect. Just as I am in this moment, may I love and accept myself." Not to make it so, but to feel that that softness, that connecting quality of heart and mind to ourselves in this moment. You don't have to change one bit to be worthy of friendliness, to be worthy of loving kindness in this moment. We all are, by virtue of simply being. When you tune in? Don't try to make yourself feel, but just tuning in. And I'll offer the classical phrase, which you just gently repeat in your heart. Don't try to make it so, but the phrase is like, it's like a carrier for our intention. We say it, we offer it to ourselves, we let it go into the universe. Don't look for results. And if these phrases don't work, you'll find your own, but don't spend the whole time trying to get it right. It's one of our sidetracks. So classically, may I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. or short-form, may I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy or May I live with physical ease. And the fourth one, may I live with ease of well-being, which means may my life not be such a struggle. May I live with ease. And so then we just keep gently repeating in your own time, your own rhythm. Connect with the sense of yourself, your goodness. Simply offer this next phrase, kind of as a movement from the heart area. Let it go. Connect again. Offer the phrase. Sure, it will become rote sometimes, that's okay. Sure, you'll get lost in thought. That's okay. When you recognize that, we simply go, all right, come back to yourself. Offer the next phrase. That's the practice. Just simple, relaxed, accepting, just as I am right now. May I be safe. May I be peaceful. May I live with physical happiness. May I live with ease. So now if you'd like to experiment with uh, bringing in a sense of benefactor, whatever being you decided to use or who comes to heart, to mind, just let yourself be and uh, take a moment to just get a sense of this being. Whether it's a memory, or a memory of a photo, or a time together, or whatever. Whatever helps you connect. Just for the moment, you have to hold on, just for the moment. And again, um, consciously tuning into some beautiful, wholesome aspect of their heart, their mind, their actions, something easily accessible. To you, to think of, to connect to, doesn't have to be anything big. And starting, you know, from that moment of um, connection, appreciation, just simply offering the same phrases we offer ourselves—not to change them, not even to make them happy. You know, we can't do that actually. But it's an expression of this quality in our heart that holds this friendliness. May you be safe and protected. Just feeling what meaning that might feel like. May you be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. And no rush, have a sense, connect again. Because you'll probably lose the sense of the person, you know, the mind wanders. You'll lose the sense, connect again. You know, may you be happy and peaceful. May you live with physical happiness. Or may you be healthy. May you live with ease in this world. And whatever else comes up in your mind, different things, different emotions, no problem, don't struggle with them. But if it's possible for now, we don't investigate much either. Just let them be and reconnect with Benefactor and offer the next phrase, just as it is. just staying very simple and relaxed just relax offer the phrase without looking for result May all beings everywhere live in happiness and freedom from suffering and confusion. As I said, just offering this for you through the days. If you find it useful, it's Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.